0: Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. Psalms 23, and it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now I want us to jump over to John chapter 10. Begin reading from verse 10. And it says, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give life in all its fullness. Verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Verse 12, a hired man will run when he sees a wolf coming and will leave the sheep scattered. And then verse 13, it says the hired man runs because he is hired and he is, has no real concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, says Jesus. And I know my own sheep and they know me just as my father knows me. He says he goes on to say and I lay down my life for my sheep last verse we're going to read today it says I have other sheep too in another fold I must bring them also and they will heed my voice and they will be one flock with one shepherd uh this week in quarantine what we've been doing we've been uh praying praying for the nations but we've also been Binge watching, and we've been watching this show on Netflix entitled The Tiger King. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's called The Tiger King, and it's essentially about a man named Joe Maldonado, and he is uh, several of these uh, lying kings, if you will. They're, they've been raising the kings, uh, the, sh- the tigers for years they've been breeding tigers and it's an interesting documentary and i just thought it would be appropriate being that that documentary was released today we're not we're not going to talk about a tiger king we're going to talk about a sheep king so if you're taking notes today i want you to put the title to today's message and it's this the sheep king the sheep king help me pray heavenly father we thank you We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're in this place. We thank you that you're speaking to the hearts of your people today. We thank you, Lord God, that we may not gather physically together, but your presence is here, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, and we say amen, amen, and amen. Um, If you look at the passage today, there are several characters That are in this story, right? You look at John chapter 10, you have several characters. The first character we have is the shepherd. He's the one that we're going to call the sheep king today. He's the shepherd and he is the Lord. He's the, he's a representation of the Lord. We also have another character and that's called the thief. Now the thief comes and he allows wolves come in, but that thief is a representation of the enemy, the distractor, the deceiver. He's the one that's going to come and try to deceive you. He is the enemy. Then you got another character, and he's called the sheep. Now, if God and Jesus are the shepherd, and then you have the thief who's a representation of the enemy, then guess who the sheep is? That's right. The sheep is you and I. Now, when I think about stories and I think about characters, the last person that I ever want to be is the sheep. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I just don't want to be the sheep. You know what? Because nobody wants to be a sheep, right? Think about it. Like no one wants to be a sheep. No one ever said, let me channel my inner sheep. No one's ever said that, right? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because sheep are dumb, right? Sheep are hard-headed. Like there's no team that's named after a sheep. We don't have the Chicago sheep. We don't have, uh, we have the Chicago Bulls. We have the Detroit Tigers. We have the Seattle Seahawks. But no, we do not have sheep. Why? Because they're stubborn, because they're dumb, because they're difficult. Matter of fact, sheep are so dumb that I heard that a sheep went into the dentist to fix his Bluetooth. <laughs> you, could, you could put LOL in the comment section. Anyway, before you tune out, hear, hear me. With all seriousness, sheep are stubborn animals. They're, they're difficult animals. Sheep are, are even defenseless animals. Uh, some of the things that are true about Sheep is that when you consider sheep, they they have horrible eyesight. They're dirty animals. This is, these are all things that are true. I kind of became a sheepologist this weekend, and um, they're actually easily lost. They easily wander, and when they do wander, they end up getting themselves stuck. Now, when I think about that, I'm saying to myself, man. Why did God make me a sheep in this story? Because I want to be everything else. Like I want to be the guy that identifies with the hero, but I have to identify with the weakest person in this whole narrative. But when I see it, I could see it from two ways. I can see that I'm the weakest link, or I could see it that I have the shepherd by my side. And I think that what's good about this narrative is that the answer to the weakness of the sheep is that it's the strength of the the power of the shepherd. So we might have, we might be weak as sheep, but as long as We are with the shepherd. It does not matter that we have poor eyesight. It does not matter that we're defenseless. It does not matter that we are easily lost and that we can get stuck. What matters is that we belong to the shepherd and we have a shepherd that is willing to give up his life for his sheep. He will come by our side. He will lead us. He will protect us. He will gather us together. As long as we are with the shepherd, he will do the heavy lifting. Come on, I think you should put some fire emojis right there. Someone drop some fire emojis, come on. The Bible says that he lays down, in verse 11, he lays down, the shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Which is to say that no matter how terrible the badness of the sheep is, it pales in comparison to the goodness of the shepherd. It means that he is willing to love his sheep so much that even in our weakness, the shepherd shows his strength by laying down his life for the one he loves. And here's why. Because he has a purpose. And the purpose of the shepherd is to give the sheep a rich and satisfying life. Which is also to say that the purpose of the shepherd is to give life and life in abundance to the sheep. God's purpose for your life today is to give you life in all its fullness. Even in the circumstances that we are in, family, brethren, loved one, I want to tell you today that God's purpose is that you will have a rich and satisfying life, a life in all its fullness. That is the intention of the shepherd. But I also want to be honest with you that the enemy has a, an intention as well. That the thief has an intention as well. And the purpose of the thief is to rob you of yours. The purpose of the thief is to rob you of your purpose. And so, what, did that, what does that mean? See, the enemy's okay with you singing songs, the enemy's okay with you doing your prayers as long as you're not fulfilling your purpose. He's okay with everything else. He's okay with every religious activity that you do. He's okay with you going to church and singing songs and clapping your hands as long as you're not fulfilling your purpose because that is his intention. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. So, do you have peace? Because the devil's after. He's after your calling, he's after your family, he's after your loved ones. I cannot live my life ignorant of the fact that there is a thief that's out to steal kill and destroy you have joy he wants it you have peace he wants to destroy it he wants to kill your joy he wants to steal your peace and he wants to destroy your life that is the intention of the thief I ain't got time to waste my time I ain't got time to live my life like there isn't a thief that has an intention as well for my life now We have these three characters, and what I want to do today is that though we have a thief that's coming, the truth of the matter is that our power is belonging to the shepherd. And what I want to do is I want to highlight for us today the qualities of our good and faithful shepherd. I think we can focus on that because no matter what the enemy brings our way, the good shepherd is with you. And here are the three callers. Here's the first thing I want to outline for you, for our Kuhao family, for our friends and family that are watching online. I want you to write this down. And here's what I, I want to encourage you to do. As I share these three points with you, as you write it down this week, I want you to meditate on them. I want you to call somebody and I want you to tell them, hey, listen, today I watched online and these three points blessed my life. And I want to share them with you. Someone else needs to hear this message but they may not hear it directly from me. They can hear it from you as part of their friends and family. Here's the first point. Write it down. Number one, the good shepherd or the sheep king, he leads our life. He leads your life. That's the purpose of the sheep. That's the purpose of the shepherd with the sheep. He leads our life. Look at what it says. He says, I am the good shepherd and know my own sheep. And watch this. And they know me. Verse 16, it says, I have other sheep too in another fold and I must bring them also and they will heed, hear me, it says they will heed my voice and they will be one flock and one shepherd. God leads our life and the way he does that is by the nudges of the whispers of his voice. I like Psalms 23 because it says he leads me beside still waters. He leads me beside still waters. I don't know about you, but I need guidance. Right. Like, I don't know about you, but I need to be led in this moment, in this hour. I need to be led by the shepherd. I need to be led by the sheep king. I, I I've, I've found myself that I've wandered off many times and heeded to other voices. And that's what the Bible makes a distinction. He says that if there are sheep that listen to the voice of the thief, what ends up happening is that the wolves come in and they devour the sheep. But I need the sheep king. To guide my life, and here's the truth: because I tend to wander. I don't know about you, but there's been so many times in my life that I've passively began to wander. It hasn't been intentionally, but it has become a pattern in my life at times. Where I tend to have you ever have you ever wandered? Have you ever wandered away from the voice of of the shepherd? Like, I don't know about you. That's why I I love Psalms chapter 23 because it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And what I've realized is this, hear me. I've realized that the times I tend to wander the most are the times that I'm most confused about what I need. The times that I tend to wander the most are the times that I, that I believe the lie that I need something beyond what God has provided me. The times that I tend to stray away because that's what sheep do. The reason that sheep wander is because they're looking for something that they think that they need. And that's why the Psalms, the Psalm, Psalm chapter 23 is so important because what he makes in saying I shall not want is not simply a declaration. Hear me, it's a decision. I want to tell you right now that you have to make a decision when you say I shall not want it's not just making a declaration of the shepherd. It's making the decision that you've made in your heart, which is to say that I've made a decision that I shall not want beyond what God has made available to me. I am going to be completely satisfied with what God has provided for me. David says this was a declaration, but it was also a decision. Because all my needs are met by the shepherd, but much of my wandering comes from a dissatisfaction and a desire for more than what the shepherd has provided. Are you like me that you think you know what you need? Are you like me that I know what other people need to fix them? You know what I'm talking about? Like, Are you like me, like, I think I know what I need? Lord, I know if I would just have this... I'd be good. (laughs) Uh, You think you know what will fix you. You think you know what you need to be happy. And I think that we believe the lie that there's something beyond what God has given us that we need that will just get us to that next level. But when you're guided by the voice of the shepherd, when you're guided by the leading of God's spirit, you're saying that I have all that I need because all that I need is satisfied with the presence of the shepherd. I want to tell you right now, you who are looking into this camera, during this season, there are going to be times in our lives where we're going to feel like we need more. Well, I need need to be secure. I need to be safe. I need more. I need more. And God is saying, no, you need to understand that the presence of my spirit is all you need. Need and what the sheep king wants to tell every sheep that is watching right now. Look at the person next to you, tell them, You're a piece of sheep. All right, you're a piece of sheep. All right, anyway. (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) My leaders are like, I can't believe he just said that. Anyway, I don't want to be led by other voices. I don't want to be led by the voice of the thief. Here's the truth about a thief: a thief never announces his welcome. A thief is deceptive. A thief will lead you to believe that he's there with good intentions but is not. A thief, a thief will lead wolves to devour what God has provided for you. And I don't want to be led by the thief. I don't want to be, I just want to be led by the voice of my sheep king. I'm done being led by the voice of my emotions because they've only led me to saying things I don't mean. I'm done being led by ambition to lead me because it's only allowed me to believe a promise that never delivers. I'm done letting anger lead me because it only leads me to rage and unforgiveness and bitterness. I'm done letting lust lead me because it promises love, but it only leads me empty. I am done leading, being led by these different voices that only rob me of what God is giving me. I'm done being led by those things I need to be led by the shepherd and during this COVID-19 season I think it's important that all of us lean into the voice of God because here's the truth to all our leaders the leaders in this country we need to hear the voice of God and what would what a sheep king would do if you will or a shepherd would do is that he would raise the sheep And usually he would hold it right by its chest, but right by the shepherd's chest so that it can be accustomed to the voice of the shepherd. He would train the sheep to hear his voice. Now, listen to me, not just hear, watch this, watch this, not just hear what the voice is saying, but the voice itself becomes a source. It's not just what the voice is saying. See, see, many of us could be saying the same things, but there's only one source. And I think that we're living in a day and age where there's a lot of information, but there's no source that's coming from God. And so we could all be saying the same thing, but it's the voice of the shepherd. And so no matter what the voice of the shepherd says, it brings me comfort and it brings me peace because it's the voice of the shepherd that becomes my leading. I need to be led. For every parent that's staying home with their kids, I need to hear his voice. For every essential worker that's out there in the front lines, helping people overcome and treating this disease and helping, I need to hear the voice of the shepherd. To every person that got laid off during this time, during these last few weeks, I need to hear the voice of the shepherd. For every pastor that's having a hard time trying to navigate through this online experience. And pastor, maybe you're watching this and you don't know what's the next thing. How, I'm, 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 I might not make it these next few weeks. I might not make it. I might lose my church because I wasn't prepared to go online. I want to let you know that we need to hear the voice of the shepherd. And I want to let you know that's the first point that the sheep king leads our life. Here's number two. I want you to write this down. Number two, write this down: that the shepherd corrects our character. He corrects our character. He corrects now before you tune out many of you hear, this, uh, I know he's not talking about correction in the middle of a pandemic. I know he's not talking about correction. Now, before you tune out, I want to tell you, here's here's why you feel like that, because you think when I say correction, I'm talking about punishment. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was raised, I was raised growing up, going to church, and, 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 and we were threatened. You know what that means? That means that when we misbehaved, correction was when we got home, we were getting a butt whooping. Now, I know some of we call that child abuse now, but back in the day, that was just called parenting, okay? And that was just called parenting. We changed the name, child abuse. But listen, we would cry all the way home because we were being corrected. And then after we got the spanking, I know we don't use that word. After we got the spanking, we were were told, I did this because I love you, and I just wanted to correct you. And so we project this on God, but I want to let you know that that when we talk about correction correcting our character we're talking about sheep what happened what would happen with sheep is that because of how sheep were sheep were so stubborn that if a sheep would get stuck within a bush or a sheep would get stuck in between rocks they were so stubborn that instead of backtracking they would dig themselves deeper have you ever dug yourself deeper because of your character? I'm going to let that marinate. Have, have you ever dug yourself I mean, I mean, what it means is that, that our circumstances may cause us to wander, but it's our character that keeps us there. Our circumstances may cause us to wander off, but it is our character that keeps us stuck. Revolving around the same situations and the same problems, it is our character that will e- either keep us in the situation or bring us out of the situation. And sometimes our character can make things wor- worse. So we're in a situation, and it's our character that determines whether whether we're, we're going to remain in it or not. And here's how the shepherd corrects his sheep. What the shepherd would do is this: the shepherd would um, use his rod was also known as his staff. Now, this thing was used to fight off predators to protect the sheep, but it was also used to correct the sheep from going astray. And so what he would use, that's why David says, he says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God's way of correction comes with comfort. It's a, it's a tool that is used both to comfort, but also to protect. And so what the staff would have, it was a, it's a hook at the end. And what the shepherd would do is that he would, anytime that there was wolves or predators trying to get and devour the sheep, he would strike the wolf, but then he will pull the sheep away. I don't know about you, but I thank God that there was some pull, he pulled me back moments in my life. There's some times that my character would have kept me stuck. There's some times that I've wandered off and I would have been uh, devoured by the wolves. But God came and placed a hook on my neck and yoked me up and brought me out of trouble. I thank God for those moments when I would have been in a relationship and God pulled me back. I thank God there was moments in our lives where I would have taken that position, but God, Pulled me back. I thank God there was moments in my life where I said no and I should have said yes, but God pulled me back. I think we have some amazing times of testimony talking about the things that God has said yes to. But I, 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 need, I think we need to have a praise break and thank God for the things that God has said no to. Someone shout, he pulled me back. Pulled me back. <laughs> Woo! I feel. Santo. Anyway, he corrects us. He corrects us. He when he sees we're wandering. The, the shepherd he pulls us back. He pulls us back, and I and I, I'm reminded of this this thought where, where it says he restores our soul. He restores our soul. In the original language, when he says restores our soul, it talks about a returning to repentance. He brings me back to position with God. He restores my soul. I don't know how you feel today, but I just feel like some of us need to feel that today. Like we just need to be brought back to a place of repentance. And the Bible says that it's his goodness that leads us to repentance. It guides us to repentance. And the last one I want to share with you today is that he protects us from predators. As we said earlier, that he protects us from predators with his rod and his staff. But I want to read this passage to you. I want to read these two verses from John and from Psalms. And it says a hired man will run when he sees a wolf coming and he will leave the sheep. But they aren't his and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf leaps on them and he scatters the flock. The hired man runs because he is hired and has no need, no real concern for the sheep. And so the shepherd stands in the gap risks his life to protect the sheep from the wolf. And I want to let you know that no matter what circumstances you're experiencing on the outside, God is going to protect you. But I want to talk to, to you today about the predators on the inside. Because there's some enemies that we're going to face on the outside. But I think in this season, we have to be mindful of the predators on the inside. And here's where I I, I read this and this blew me away. Look at this. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. And I'm just picturing David writing this psalm. Many scholars believe that this psalm was written while David was a king, but reflecting on his shepherd days. And so it's David writing this, thinking about how he used to treat his sheep. And if you know anything about sheep, because they're so dirty, what would happen is, is that sheep would have flies land on them. They would go up their nose and at times lay eggs, and the larva would hatch and then go north. The little larva would get into the brain area, and the sheep would bang their heads on the wall and end up killing themselves. I wonder what enemy that was on the outside has got on the inside. Here's what the oil would do. The oil, you anoint my head with oil. And so what a good shepherd would do, he would put oil on the head of the sheep when, to prevent any flies from going upstream and destroying the sheep. I think sometimes we are okay with fighting off the predators on the outside, but there's some predators on the inside that we have still not overcome. And God wants to remind you today that he anoints your head with oil. He's not going to simply protect you from the predators on the outside. We're quarantined. How do we deal with the predators on the inside? How do we deal with the thought lives that say you're not worthy? How, how do you deal with the thoughts that say that you're not going to make it? How do you deal with the thoughts that say you can contract this virus and you're going to contract this virus? Matter of fact, you probably already have it. What are you going to do? Now your kids have it. Now you're fam- Like, what are you go- Oh, you have now you're not going to be healed. What what do you do with the thoughts? How am I going to how am I going to how, how am I going to make it financially? What do you do with the thoughts that are destroying you on the inside? On the inside. He says he anoints my head with oil. He anoints my head with oil. And I just, I can testify so many times of the protection of God. That in the moments where I felt like there was no predators on the outside to battle me. I felt no fear for the circumstances around me. But I was petrified of the thoughts on the inside of me. And I want to remind you today that you have a good shepherd, that he's going to lead your life, that 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 he's going to correct our character. The good shepherd, that's what he does. He brings us to repentance. He turns us around. He sees us going one way and he brings us back and he will protect us even from the enemy within. I want to close this time today just by reading this um, this story about Psalms chapter 23, and I want to read it quickly for you. In the 1800s, before most of our modern forms of entertainment, before movies, before TVs, internet, even radio, entertainment consisted of traveling groups of actors who went from town to town. One day an actor went into a small town and the town hall was packed. The orator recited passages from great plays, poems, and literature. At the end of the performance, they shouted for more, The actor agreed to take a few requests. A hand shot up. It was an older man. The old clothes patched and had seen better days, if you will. Would you, could you do Psalms 23? Please, he asked. The actor thought for a minute and then said, I'll do it on one condition. After I have finished, you will come up and recite it as well. The old man agreed, the orator began, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. As he went, he infused the words with all tricks of the art. One by one, the phrases known and loved by all rolled off his tongue. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil, though thou art with me. When all the words of the great beloved psalm were delivered with great art, the audience gave the actor yet another enthusiastic ovation. Then the man who had requested the psalm came up. His face was not handsome. His voice was not clear. Yet as he began to speak, his face took on a glow of joy. And the love almost leaped from his mouth with the words when he concluded, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The only sound was he brushed away tears. The silence was finally broken when the actor stepped forward and said, now you know why I wanted him to follow me. It's just as I thought. You see, I know the song. But he, he knows the shepherd. And today what I want to do is I want to invite you to know the shepherd. today. He's the sheep king. He's the king that gave up his life and became a shepherd so that he can give his sheep abundant life. I want to tell you right now, your life will never make sense. Your life will never be satisfied until we know the shepherd. Can I invite you to pray with me today? And I want to invite you to receive the sheep king as your Lord and Savior today. His name is Jesus. John chapter 10 will make it clear. Right there where you at, close your eyes, bow your heads, say this prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I believe you died for me and rose again on the third day. And from this day forth, I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.